Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, soap fans and true believers. I have Susan Eisenberg in to talk about the special General Hospital episode that featured an all-female cast and crew, since we finally have an all-female podcast again. We talked the suffragist special, and as this was recorded before the holidays, you'll see our initial reactions to the bomb and how many predictions I got right. So enjoy. listening to Believe in Soap Operas. This is Lucretia Lyon and Mrs. Susan Eisenberg, and we're here to talk about the all-woman episode of General Hospital, for sure, because we finally have all women on this podcast again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and you were the one that gave me the heads up about that episode. You you know, not that I wouldn't have seen it, but you made it like I wanted to, you know, go watch it because you had texted me and said, it's so good. It's, um, it's just so moving. And it was, I was really touched by it. And I, I loved seeing the all female cast and the writers and the costumes and the directors and the actors. And it was just women driving story. And, uh, it, it was really moving and the younger generation, the older generation. And I, I thought they did a brilliant job and the acting was, so good as always um so yeah i i loved it i loved it and i thought it was a great celebration um and necessary to talk about because there are young people who don't know about that vote and getting the vote and what the struggle was and oh yeah want them to to appreciate it and not take it for granted so i i applaud gh for doing it well and i thought it was such an important story to tell especially since we have such a good younger set with trina and joss and this was their story and i think i remember seeing just before it aired eden said something about this was like their excellent adventure and i was like what do they mean by that and i'm like oh Uh well so it was like bill and ted and i love the little port charles easter eggs and how they did their best to try and showcase all the women, even if it was just in the, you know, pictures in the beginning. And it was, they had all women writers, lighting, directors, everything. So, and I'm like the broiest of the bros, even broier than any guy I've ever had on this podcast. Sorry to say, fellas, but uh, I mean, I, I go to the theater only for superhero movies and John Wick and Star Wars. And I mean, I have action figures. I am a bro. I love on sports. You will only find me there, but I like this. Yeah. (laughs) But you know what's so, but but you know, as somebody who is in the world of superheroes, Mm -hmm. um, what's so fascinating about what you just said is I think there are so many women. Oh yeah. And I've met so many women like you who are this fan base. And I think that it's 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 not even being a bro. It's 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 a woman who loves. You know, it's like when Wonder Woman they delayed that movie, yeah. making that movie for so long because they didn't think there'd be a fan base. That was always the argument. You know, we had sixteen Batman movies, 
uh, you know, 10. So many Spider-Man. Yeah. Right. And no Wonder Woman. And, you know, of course, it, it was proven wrong because there was a huge audience, men and women, who showed up for that film. No, and it's now the best franchise. DC film to date. I mean. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's the strongest one for sure. And, you know, so I just think that they get it wrong with the, um, the, the passion that's out there for the characters and for the action and for all of that. And um, I just love that there are women like you who are out there, you know, just, uh, you know, loving all that stuff because I don't think that the studios often pay attention and I think they're paying more attention now. Um, but, you know, I, I, I hear from too many people and I talk to too many people, fans of the genre, of the superhero movies, of Wonder Woman, you know, not to know at this point how many of them are. And um, so it's, you know, I mean, you're, you're one of a big group. And so, oh, yeah. And, and that's what you know, people are realizing. It's like, you don't even have to be, you know, gender specific or anything anymore. Obviously, we're all lumped in, but there are plenty of women who, who like men, but also like men things. Or there's plenty of women who like women or women's things. It It doesn't doesn't really matter anymore and the only thing you really have to focus on is telling a good story and it yes. was nice to see that they did this and the story they tried to tell with uh the suffragist movement and that's something i didn't know i'd always heard them be referred to as the suffragette so i learned some stuff too and just everything they did didn't feel like they were placating like some things have done for you know putting up a group in the past, whether it be women or others, there can be often a pandering that goes on. But I thought that no, General thought, Hospital I, didn't do that at all, and I was just amazed. I thought that with the arthritis storyline. Yeah, it's not like they've not done that. Yeah. <laughs> like, hello, it's been an hour, and she's still talking about arthritis. So that felt a little pandering, but um, this did not at all, and it was it was educational, but it wasn't, you know, um, like we were being lectured. It was entertaining, but it was informative. I mean, it was perfect. It really, really was perfect. So you were absolutely right on that one. And we agreed, more importantly. Yeah. <laughs> I know, because that's and, not always true. I know. And yeah. the, last ep- the last episode of this, the podcast, we were both like completely on different sides. Today, I think we're going to be on the same side because you texted me the other day and said, it's been General Hospital has been so good lately. And, and you didn't of, disagree. <laughs> I didn't, but but also I had to catch up because yeah. I've been I've been watching The Crown. Oh yeah. So I've never seen that. I yeah. I fell behind in General Hospital. So when I knew we were gonna do this last night, I'm just like, Okay, I'm I'm watching G H for the next, you know, couple of hours. I'm gonna catch up and it was just, you know, it was so good. I mean it's for me it's like the First time in a long time, I was like really excited to watch the next episode. Well, There's yeah, a lot going on. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing is they're wrapping up stuff that that we've wanted to see wrapped up. And they're also sort of starting some new things, which which I'm really liking. They're really hitting their stride. It is the best it's been in years. And to me, yep. just doing a one off episode like the, the women's episode on Election Day there was so interesting. And it really showcased the true talent that all these women have and that we have a good future as well as the past on the show. And, and they really did a good job of 
showing everyone. And it was nice to see Trina and Joss in this Bill and Ted like thing and the acknowledgement of things like Port Charles again. That, that was one of my favorite bits because sometimes General Hospital pretends like that never happened, but it's nice when they right. show it. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Absolutely. So what are you what are your favorite stories that are going on now? Well, I, I'm I'm glad that we finally have gotten to the point where it looks like the Nell is Nina's daughter is yeah. concrete. They're wrapping that up because in two after today's episode, it looks like there will be some thinning of the herd at uh, General Hospital as as was expected. And, and we know that Will DeVry and Emmy Ryland are leaving, but we don't know yet. Uh, sorry, spoilers, since it, it, there was a big explosion, guys, but there's not been confirmed that either one of them died in the explosion, but one of them is there, and we'll talk about that later. And it's interesting to me to see that we have a few confirmed, but I still don't think that Sasha may come out of this. I'd be surprised because she did survive the overdose and the heart attack or, you know, what they labeled it. And I do like that they're being realistic with the drugs. Basically, Sasha had a heart attack from what killed River Phoenix. So it does make sense someone her age would have that reaction because it's essentially a speedball. So I do give them kudos for doing this drug storyline well and with the Cyrus and Britt and how the hospital is part of it and seeing that Cyrus could easily kill Sasha at any moment. We're seeing a lot of people in peril. This is a true sweeps month. And they just really kicked it off this week with uh, the the wrapping up and getting to a lot of things. Because I do feel like we're getting to Nina going nuts and some good material for Cynthia Watros. And in her versus Laura Wright will just be a nice little touch. And that's what we're seeing a lot of is these touches to history, just like, you know, Scotty and Laura sort of being involved with the Cyrus storyline since it was a case from 40 years ago. And we're already having these things that we'd asked for brought up more. The, there was a mention of Patrick Drake on today's show. Oh, God. I lo- well, and yesterday, Britt uh, mentioned Patrick Drake. Like yeah. I dated Patrick, when she was talking to, to Jason, and she was like, I dated Patrick Drake. I, Drake, I, know. I know all about yeah. you know the AIDS story and Stone and all of that. Um, you didn't watch then, right? Because you're too young. Oh, yeah. So you oh, yeah. I remember Stone. Like, because uh, okay. I, I, re- I re- remember a lot of Robin's story. I may not have, like, been watching, watching when it actually happened or that memory, but I've seen it over and over again with Robin because I certainly remember Robin and Jason, like, the first time. Oh, loved yeah. them. I loved them. Loved, yeah, loved, they were loved cute. Them. Oh, they were adorable when they went to Malibu. Oh, I loved them. Um, but also loved Robin and Stone also loved how yeah. that just, that just affected everybody on the canvas. Like everyone was involved with that story, whether directly or indirectly. And it was just such great soap storytelling. It was just so brilliant. Um, but yeah, so I, I loved that Patrick Gray. And I, can I just tell you, I'm enjoying the Brit Jason scene. Oh yeah. I am not I, Jason in a relationship in a long time, but this is good. <laughs> I like it. And you know, I remember a writer, I'll never forget watching Guiding Light years and year, years ago. And they put two characters, they put this character named Philip and this character, um, Olivia in a story in, in like a scene together. And it was so weird to see them at the bar together, having a drink because they were never like in scenes together. And it, propelled this massive story 
um, with the two of them. And as a viewer, I remember thinking, wow, that was so cool of the writers to throw them in a scene when we haven't seen them together. And it was exciting and it was kind of thrilling to see them. Ned Sparks galore. And uh, it was Crystal Chappelle and Grant Alexander. Um, so, yeah, they were just dynamite together. But what, why I'm saying that is because when I saw Jason and Britt, it, it reminded me of that, you know, like, hmm, let's just see what, you know, what this will be like. And it was kind of thrilling um, to, because Jason hasn't really been used as a leading man in forever. And he used to be no, not such that a capacity. big, yeah. no way. Uh, right. As a romantic leading yeah. man, I should have, should have said, because he's certainly a leading man, but they haven't used him in that way. And he and Sam, I think, for me, anyway, as an audience, I, I don't need to see that continued. I think they work best with, with conflict. I just don't need to see them anymore with, in a romance. Um, so I was, I, was, I was intrigued by it, and I hope that they keep Brit around. I just yeah. I love the character. I like that they humanized her a little bit more. Um, and she was really great in that conversation with Jason where she's like, yeah, again, People don't use that trust word around me. And I thought it was terrific. I, I, I loved it. Yeah, every one of their scenes has been, you know, edge of your seat. You're not picking up your yep. phone. It's actually interesting because I love Brit. I think Kelly yes. is so talented. And this is so a character, talented. much like Ava, where you shouldn't really like her, but you do because yep. there's layers to her. And that's what yep. I like is that Jason even pointed out to Carly, she's like, everyone hates her. And he goes, everyone hated you too. And that so that to me explained why Jason would give her a chance in that moment. All Jason is a man of few words and that's what works so well. And that's why he works opposite Carly and now Brit so well, because they are, you know, bitchy. They say what they think, but someone like Jason allows them to do that and allows them to be themselves without judging them. And that, yep. that to me, they've already set up. And now that we have Brad back and as you'll see that, you know, Brit does see that there's a problem with Cyrus and does want to help Jason and wants Jason to protect Brad. And, and Brit's feelings about Brad and Spencer are really what anchors her. And yes. it would be nice to get Spencer back. And I think we may. Um, but yeah, it's one of those that we, at least we have Brad to sort of anchor her. And it, it, I feel like she's, she's going to stick around for the long haul because she's really ingrained in this story. Well, and her mother, when, when is, when is yeah. she going to come back? Because she's got this, she's got Dante. I don't love that Dante's there in that weird. Yeah. The pen clicking time. with uh, Kane yeah. <laughs> Rogan there. Yeah, I just, not digging that. Not digging that. I'd rather, I wish. Yeah, I, I like them, you know, but yeah. I, yeah. And I, I love Dante being back. I think he's an important character. I love the scenes with his mom. And um, I, I, now I'm thinking that Lulu, that Emmy is just off the canvas while this story is being played out. I mean, unless they've hired Julie to come back. Cause I, it That's, makes no sense. I mean, to me, the only thing that makes sense is that they, I mean, the budget cuts are, are imminent with anywhere. And that's what I want to explain to people, not to talk down to them, just sort of uh, general hospital is a place of business, just like Chase Bank or anything else. And there, there is a worldwide pandemic that has caused, you know, budget cuts everywhere because people aren't getting the numbers they do. And while General Hospital, part of it is on ratings, a lot of it is advertising and advertising dollars and sponsors. And so it, 
like everywhere is making cuts, including ABC Disney and thus General Hospital. So I do feel like Will and Emmy ultimately came down to financial decisions and that a lot of people's contracts are being worked, maybe pushed back. That's just the nature of it. And these are people's jobs and lives. And we don't want to speculate any more than that. I don't think any of this was like personal in any way. But I do feel like Lulu is necessary to the canvas and with people so out necessary. of work and all over the place. It only makes sense that maybe they chose her because they got the original actress back. And, you know, it, it may have just worked out that way because I, I saw where Emmy possibly is moving. There's just a lot going on right now and, and we don't know. But Lulu is integral to the canvas. So I like to assume that after what happened today that Lulu will be fine someday, but maybe we're having to take her off the board for a bit, kind of like with Taggart or somebody else. So, and same thing with Brooklyn so that we can focus on these other people and the stories and get these wrapped up like the Dante storyline. And it makes sense not to have Lulu around for that. Why? I, well, I, that doesn't make sense to me at all because I like that they've been running into each other. I like that he's tried. Yeah, I to, like that part. Um, you know, he's tried to save her a couple of times and she's like, dude, I don't need saving. Um, but kind of like wink, wink, but I kind of like it. Um, you know, those scenes with Maxie were just so yummy. Yeah, his scenes um, with Maxie are so good. And then Lulu <laughs> and that relationship they have. And I think it was great with both Emmy and Julie. But I feel like there is a little bit more of a maturity, and we may see that if, if, if that is the case with Julie coming back, if that relationship is matured as well with the different actress. But yeah, these are so great. But I do, my only thing was, is like the Dante Peter storyline with Ulbricht and all that, that it might be best that Lulu doesn't see some of that because it could change the course of which, you know, they were going down. And, and two, after today's show, they may not factor in Dustin anymore. You know, but I don't understand if it is financial and I don't know, you know, the, the story about yeah, it. Yeah, because I haven't found I, I don't anything. Nothing. And I, yeah. just, I, don't, I don't understand um, just in terms of the audience. You know, like, I think, I feel like with Will, uh, he and Ava as brother and sister and, um, you know, he has, like, all these children. Yeah, Sam <laughs> and Lucas and, and it's Leo. It's weird. And, yeah, it's uh, weird. Like, all these women he has history with, I guess, and he slept with these women. I mean, it just, it made Julian no was sense. was a hoe. <laughs> right, it made no sense that he had all these kids. And when was he involved with, like, anyway, what, I thought he was, I, he grew on me as a character, and I liked him owning the bar, I think with Kim, he, he got, you know, he, yeah, that was a good story. A bit, yeah. That was a good story. He and Kim were, you know, he, he, he was, he was allowed to do something else with Kim. And I think they made a mistake with him ever being so violent with Alexis. I thought that was like yeah. putting him in a corner and um, writing him into a corner well, as a villain. And, and I think that was that really was hard point. to come back from. Yeah, because at that time, it was contract negotiations, from what I understand. It's like when they killed John McBain, essentially, over at One Life to Live, but then Michael Eason resigned, and they switched it over to Hugh Hughes, was actually the one who died, and it was John in the bandages. So so we've seen this before, or like when Kelly Monaco had uh, wanted to leave after Dancing with the Stars, I think it was, and they went down the summer of sleaze, and Sam's never been the 
way since. They tend to write people in a hole when they think they're leaving. And I guess that's why Will's like, yeah, there's certainly no way coming back from this. So I don't know if there was some sort of, you know, contract negotiations here or well, there. I think there was. Yeah. I think there was yeah. because he made a joke on his on his uh, social media about like, you know, the, mo- the negotiations with the moth. And, um, yeah. you know, between the moss and him, like they can't, you know, it, yeah. I'm sure there was. And he has really, what I don't understand, and this is what is so puzzling to me, is they make these people so, they give them so much screen time. I mean, Will and and Ava, I mean, for two new characters that we hadn't seen in a lot, like they just got a tremendous amount of screen time, which I thought was unfair because I thought there were so many other um, players that deserved it more, but okay. Maybe, but I love Miss Ava. <laughs> but hundred uh, percent, yeah. and there's nobody better than Maura. Yeah. There's nobody better than her. But again, and I and I love that she's so involved with all these stories. But my point is, I came to appreciate him. And now it's like, wait, now you're getting rid of him. Now he's going. You're showing him the door after. Really, I mean, it was. I think he was overexposed on some level for somebody who didn't have a long history in in Port Charles. I thought we got a lot of him, yeah, and a lot of story, and and yet Peter's still there. I that you know, I'm I'm just not a fan of the Peter. Uh, I know, and the majority of the the internet agrees with you. But yeah, I know, like on the Julian front. Yeah, <laughs> he's just. I mean, people were really upset that like they found they redid the Anna storyline so that it made the history. So it, it she's not Peter's mother, which you know fans were rightfully yeah. outraged. And like Valentine, we all kind of thought that like of course it had to be Alex. Why would that be you? Like <laughs> right, right, right. And I actually just as an aside, I like um I like watching uh, um. Valentine and Anna. Oh yeah. Yeah. I like them. I like them. Yeah, they have I love the spark the- that Finn just doesn't have with her now. I mean, in the beginning, I thought their relationship was cute with all the Cassandra stuff, but it's just they they've not really had enough time on screen. And while I enjoy both of them separately and, you know, don't mind it, I think it's time that they went their separate ways because we have the potential of Hayden coming back and his past with uh Jackie. So there's a lot to go there. And and it was a little like, I I thought the other day, I'm like, wait, so they're bringing Jackie and her past with Finn on, and they're also bringing, you know, Hayden back? Like, that's a lot to have Well, that's not uh, confirmed that that's where Rebecca was working, but it just seems allegedly, and and I know I would like that. But didn't she do hashtag GH in her post? I don't think so. I think it was just that the actors uh, commented, like Vanola was one of them. Let me go find, I'm like, you know, maybe. Because I know I that a lot of people were like, uh, wishful thinking. <laughs> but so, I'm like, oh. Yeah, well, so I mean, so it's a lot. And I think that you're right. I mean, Finn and Anna, you know, I, I'm not feeling it in the hospital scenes where it should have been so emotional. Also, yeah, like say, him and Chase Finn, was so good. Yeah, so good. And um, and Finn also didn't look like he had been through what he had been through. Like, I thought, really? <laughs> yeah. He looks, his coloring is so beautiful. Like, what? You know, just his, the makeup for him wasn't, uh, it was like they, they decided, decided, like, ah, screw it. We're not doing his makeup for it. I mean, it was, he looked so healthy. Um, 
but I just listen. I love, I love him. I, I love Michael and I think he's terrific and uh, I love him and Hayden together. And I, I think it's interesting to see where the story is going, going to go with Jackie and Chase being, is, is he the father of Chase and Gregory yeah. Harrison? Oh my God. It was so, I mean, again, yeah, that's a good looking nice. family. <laughs> oh man. Does he look wonderful? So wonderful. And I, I was a little giddy when I saw him, I was just like, Oh my God, there he is. I'm so happy. And I was excited for his scenes and I'm, I'm thrilled that they hired him. Yeah, me too. Because I like the other guy, but he's been busy over at day. So yes. at least he's working. Yes. So, but yeah. And, and I think that maybe we'll get more cause they're they're wrapping things up and kind of starting some stuff, so I like that. And I understand why they're having to sh- uh, shuffle in and out. They do that over at Days as well and, and do a good job. But, yeah, on Rebecca's Instagram, there's all it says is working. No hashtags or anything, but Fanola and Tamara Braun commented. So oh, okay. um, we'll see. I'm like, I know. I was like, wait, did it? <laughs> I heard it wasn't confirmed. And Tamara, I know, is working. I don't watch On Days. days. Yeah, oh, she's so yeah. good. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm just happy for her. Yeah. I, you know, as an actor, I I'm just thrilled when yeah. people are working because it's just like, oh, yeah. yay, you have you got a job and um and she's so talented and lovely and she just seems like a I don't know her, but she seems oh, she's the nicest a, person I have ever And she met. seems it. Yeah. She seems it. Yeah, because she introduced herself to me at, like, the Soap Digest party, like, a few years ago. And I'm just like, of course I know who you are. <laughs> like, oh, that's I, great. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and, and that's the thing with Will and Emmy, like you say. It's so nice to see Tamara working over at Days. Just because people aren't on General Hospital, and that may be the one that you watch, maybe you'll start watching a new one because they go over to a different soap or a new show. Because I know, I mean, Rebecca has showed up on all sorts of things I like. Like, she was in one of my favorite How I Met Your Mother episodes and she she's just so talented and i do hope she's over at gh when meanwhile will uh maybe he could go help out building the beautiful i know he used to be on there i think and and it's having some some odd (laughs) storylines yeah i think there's some mannequin uh thing going on over there i i I hear i hear oh yeah um, like the one good character is now like you know working with the sex doll. Yeah. It, it's, it's weird. I, I like don't watch it like I do the other three, but right. yeah, the, the, I do occasionally tune in during lunch and it's like, wow, this is, this is weird. So how are the numbers for young and the restless and, um, and days and bold and GH, are they doing okay? As far as I can tell the, the ratings are okay. Like, there's mm-hmm. no reason to sound the alarm bells. They've kind of gone up and down, especially uh, with uh, Bold. But it's still the number one soap in the world because it's sold all over the world. So there's that. Right. Same thing with, you know, Y&R and Bold both have contracts. So there's no need to panic there. But with GH and Days, like, they're having their best shows they've had in a long time. And I a lot of these numbers don't account for Hulu and Peacock and some of the new ways of watching, but yeah, like I I do hope, and that's why I try to do this podcast and be like, no guys watch. They're so great. And only try to promote like good things. Yes. You may not like Peter, but there's Valentine (laughs) or Nicholas. For you, there's Valentine. Yeah. Or Nicholas. Did you see see, um, about Tyler Christopher wanting to come back? Uh, Yeah. And uh, 
no offense to Tyler, but I like my Nicholas the way that he is. And they've had, a, and this is why I love Emmy and she's my favorite Abby. And if the young and the restless wanted to work that out, okay, she could come back, but don't do any tacky campaigns like they've, they've done over at ABC or whatever. But when it comes to just what I know, Marcus has earned his spot and his chemistry with Ava is off the charts, but that woman can have chemistry with the lamp. And yeah, the way that they've just shifted the Nicholas character into the dark prince we like is really made it all kind of work. And we're finally getting it. And that's why when Nicholas isn't on screen or, or Brooklyn, I miss those characters because whichever actor was playing Brooklyn at that time, both of them were good and both of them, you know, earned their way. But at least we have like Brianna understood that that was temporary and we're getting but a man back. Was she good. Yeah. yeah. And she boy, really came into say, like some rough stuff. Like, Oh gosh, yeah. she was so good. Yeah. She's such a talent. And you know, I, I, really I read liked her. And I, I really liked her and I thought her goodbye scenes with Ned were beautiful. And I just read a piece about her in Soap Opera Digest, you know, saying how, it was emotional saying goodbye to Wally yeah. and, you know, and uh, what a treat it was. And she was a pro. You just felt it, you know, you yeah. just felt that she, she had command of those scenes and she was, um, she brought so much to it. So I, I think this is just the beginning of her career and she'll work, but in terms of what, um, in, you know, Tyler wanting to come back and who knows, I mean, there's days and there's other opportunities. For no, him. he can't go back but to days I, either. Not, not now. Brandon, Brandon is uh, Jake. And cause yeah, oh. Stefan is dead. Oh. Jake is the twin. Yeah. Yeah. But this is, but this, yeah, but it's days. So yeah. who cares if you're dead? I mean, that's, it's days of our life. But and you I, could do I, the Drew I, and Jason thing, yeah, or Todd and right. uh, uh, Victor. Okay, then that right. I might accept, but just, no, you can't have Brandon. <laughs> well, but this is the thing, like with Gina Tonioni on Y&R. Yeah, she was great. I mean, she was great. People loved her. The cast loved her. She had chemistry off the charts with Jason Thompson, um, where yeah. Michelle and Jason, nah. you know, that's yeah. not, no. Um, you know, but, and... She talk about deserved to stay. And at the same time, when Michelle said, I want to come back or when there was that conversation, I don't know what the conversation was. Gina was let go. And, you know, I don't think, you know, you say about Nicholas, I, that's just my personal preference. I hear you. Because of the history there, I I could see that. I mean, and, and like you say, with Gina, that is a good point, is she, she'd earned her place there and was yeah. well-liked. And it's still, I mean, that's why I feel like maybe that might be the next stop for Amy Ryland to go back. Because, I mean, she was Abby. I mean, they such a good Abby. I don't think, th- I just don't see that happening. I mean, I just don't see it happening. Now, is Chase, is Chase going to stick around? Are we, is he still? He's our lead uh, now. That's where I see that is we're heading that they've, because with a lot of the stuff that they've set up in the last few weeks, and that's where I see that. I Wait, 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 which Chase, which Chase are you talking about? Oh, Chase, I thought, uh, Chase, the, uh, on GH, I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you mean Chance. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Chance. That's right. Chance, yeah. Oh, yeah. When you were saying that, I was like, wait, no, we all love Chase. Chance, uh, a lot of us could take it or leave it. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he got shot, didn't he? It was meant for yeah. Adam. And, okay. Yep. So they, are, is Adam still going off the rails and into like 
Yeah, I think they're going to commit him, uh, which is good. But I don't want to, again, speculate about personal stuff, but they were really going hard at putting Adam and Sharon back together, like really hard. And then all of a sudden it is like 180. So I, I, and that's the thing about YNR. That's why I'm watching it and there's things I enjoy, but it's probably my least favorite one right now because there's, there's too much that is just flipped without reason one way or another. It's like Chelsea is his ride or die. And always has been since Michael was in the role. I mean, the, I, I hate to break it to people. The, the Sharon and Adam fans are like the liaison fans. Guys, th- there was chemistry, yes, with one actor. Okay. But th- the story has always been Chelsea, just like the story has always been Sam. And, and thinking about it that way maybe puts it a little more perspective. And whether people are dating in real life or not, I understood maybe the reason to go. But the fact that it's 180 is, again, so weird because, yeah, like. Maybe they love Chelsea. Yeah, and that's kind of what I assume because it just seems so abrupt the first time to get it together and then abrupt to come out. And I'm like, okay. Well, you know, why an art can do that? They can abandon things that you're just like, what? Um, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I do because I don't have my as the world turns and I don't have my guiding light or yeah. another world or, you know, like all, I don't have my, I, you know, I, 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 I still love watching all of them, but I haven't tuned in for a while. So I've got to get back and, and start watching it. The only one I watch consistently is GH. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yes, I love, I love Chase. I love him. I, yeah. I think he is <laughs> terrific. And I'm so glad that that came out with the secret because it, it, it was an irritating story. Um, line for me when they like pretended to be together. I just don't think it was executed well with he, him no. and Sasha. Um, so it's that glad whole thing that was fun. very dumb. <laughs> it, yeah, it just didn't, yeah. it didn't play for me. But I'm so glad it's been revealed. I'm so glad it's like, okay, we get it. There, It's out. Um, and, you know, I think it makes it more interesting. So you think, you think that they're going to kill off Sasha? Uh, I, I will say that a lot of people are speculating, oh, she lived. And I'm like, yeah, she lived for now. But it's just like with Nash and some of these other characters where they they didn't die right away. They killed them like a little bit later. And since she's still in the hospital, which is run by Cyrus, it wouldn't surprise me because we, we've had those conversations. And sadly, like I like the actress and I, I certainly liked Sasha more than Willow in the beginning. And but they are kind of interchangeable with the story because neither one of them is really anchored to anyone. And if we are unfortunately making cuts like there, there are things there are characters that would not be a loss to General Hospital. And, you know, again, these are people's jobs. I don't want to say that, you know, I want them to leave. But it is one of those things that if if there has to be some exits, I could see that working. Because I really loved the reveal where with Chase and with Carly telling Michael. And those scenes, this was, was some great. of Chad's best work in a while. Like, because I God, love when he's mad great. at his parents. <laughs> I just love when Chad has, yeah. like, some emotional heft to something. And... You know, I again, I I think they don't use him right because I no. think he's yeah. such. I think he's fantastic, and I just think he's so adorable. And you know, he's adorable, and they don't really use his humor, which I know he has. Um, they don't really. I don't know. I think there's a lot 
up to him that we haven't been able to see in Michael because Michael's just so good. And I, yeah. I love that about him. Um, he's so, you know, but he and Willow, like those scenes where they're in the nursery, just talking for an entire episode. You're just like, <laughs> yeah. yikes. I know. Is- and I'm glad they finally did it though. It's like, okay. And yes, I know people wanted to laugh at the scene, but I said, you know, it it works for them. Not everyone gets to be sexy so, like Nicholas and Ava and like all S&M, like perverts like me like. Some people probably like the Michael and Willow stuff. <laughs> well, I don't know because, first of all, no one can be sexy right now because of how they have to structure it on the Nicholas the soap, does a so pretty like, good job. And uh, the other Nicholas right. over on Y&R too. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, Josh. Yeah. Josh is, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's adorable um so wait so did i miss because i haven't watched it today so did michael and willow i mean did michael and yeah willow have sex because they were about to and chase comes in oh no they they had done it that episode earlier and then chase came in for their uh second or well i mean according to willow that was like around three but Oh, yeah, yeah, I so, didn't catch that. Yeah. Um, why was she wearing... Okay, so I didn't understand why, and it was really... I was obsessed, and I almost texted you. I'm like, okay, Susan, let it go. Well, it felt like her... Oh, feel free. Like, I didn't understand... Yeah. I didn't understand why she was, like, wearing... It didn't fit her character that there was just, like, a bra and that jean shirt unbuttoned. I didn't get it. Yeah, it, it was like she was painting, so I kind of understood that this was their way of being, because paint scenes always lead to sex on TV. Well, right, but, like, so why yeah. was she wearing, like... Like, it, it, it didn't like, fit Willow, uh, and that's why I didn't. see why she was in there like that and not expecting someone, because... And this is where I say that her and Michael do work in a way. They're both awkward and kind of like that adorable way. And so, yeah, yeah I almost embarrassed but she looked cute but yeah I think I think a lot of us were a little like huh but I I understood why I, the entire episode I was like I don't what, button your shirt why what are you doing <laughs> Wait, your shirt is unbuttoned and yeah it wasn't one meant picture, to be tied really it was just bizarre and it wasn't like she was wearing a t-shirt underneath it was a bra and yeah or it wasn't even a sports bra it was just like a bra like a bra bra it was a bra bra and I didn't get it. So it was like a little bit <laughs> distracting for me because it wasn't her character at all. Um, so and that's usually my phone time whenever they're on, I admit, but I was like, whoa, they really had them have sex, huh? <laughs> well, I just, you know, I'm all for Michael having like a good hefty story, um, you know, that's romantic and sexy, but cause he hasn't had one either in forever. I mean, yikes. He's been so involved with Nell and, that whole depressing thing. And, you know, I, I don't know that he and Sasha, like when they were talking no. about the, the love that they had, like, I never felt like they were, uh, I, I never. Yeah. I never uh, felt that with them. And, and I did no. feel that way with Chase and Willow. And, but I, that's why I feel like yes, Sasha won't really come out of this because to me, if she survives, where do we go from there? If she dies, we have Michael feeling guilty. And while him and Willow are married, um, they're worried about, like, they're still, th- to me, Willow and Chase's last scene together made it seem like we're not going that way. I feel like Chase is 
crime for Brooklyn, but he won't yeah. have a romantic story for a while because of, you know, he's got all this family drama he's going to have to deal with. And and at least I feel like we're going to rest Michael and Willow, kind of keep them in their space as Michael kind of deals with the, the guilt with Sasha. And I feel like that's where we're getting is a little bit more balance because we're already seeing that. You won't see like a Nicholas or a Brooklyn or somebody for a little bit and then they come back or Nina and Jax and then and that's what you kind of have to do these days. Right. You can feel it it's that they're doing that, you know, that you have a little bit of wave, like, and then people leave and then come back. And I mean, that's how you're right. That's how they have to do it right now. Um, and that's I'm what so would have really helped Nina, Julian. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad Nina knows about, I mean, that, that the Nina story with the daughter, with Nell, I'm so glad that's out. I'm just so uh, I mean, it's it's going to be great. Cynthia does crazy better than anybody. Um, so that's, yeah. I mean, she does, she's going to do that unhinged mother because, and, I, and <laughs> it makes no sense that Carly was saying to Jack, let's, we're not going to say anything because what, what good would it do to know that yeah. that's your daughter? And that made no sense. Um, it does make sense in mother. Carly, it, 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 for Carly though, because Carly's such a narcissist that I could, Carly loves to keep other people's kids away from them or keep things and justify it. And that's one of the things we hate about her character, but we love her anyway, because it's Laura, right? <laughs> but, and then right. to Jax, to go along with this, this is why I kind of wonder, is this setting up an exit story for Jax? Because like Ingo or not, like Jax or not, there's not really going to be much of a place for him. Because uh, the things with Aurora... And who knows what's going to go on there. I mean, we have Michael working there now. Um, Sam still owns it. But that's not really a story. Like, say, deception, especially if Sasha does die or certainly won't be in any shape to be the face of it. We have more story there. We don't really have it for Aurora unless something changes. So I do wonder if Jax isn't a victim in all this of crazy Nina and Carly's fight. Because I'm looking forward to them being versus each other. Jax will be a catalyst, but I I do, like, find I like him and Carly together, but I don't see that happening. Me neither. And I don't really feel like they're going to – I don't feel the spark like I used to um, around him. You know, I love him as an actor. I don't – Yeah, this return has been lackluster. It has. And – you know, I just think back to that wasted story with, with him and Nicholas, where Nicholas was hiding at his house, and that yeah. went nowhere, and it was just ridiculous, and Hayden leaving, and it, all of that, like, pissed me off, because I just thought it was horrible, but I just Luckily, really... they wrote Nicholas out of that corner, but yes, I feel like they've yes. not really redeemed Jax, because he just continues yeah. to lie and dig himself deeper, as opposed to Nicholas, who is in a good place with Ava and hopefully, you know, with his mother and Lulu with the coming up stuff, like we'll see more of that because we got into a better place with him and Elizabeth. And, and I liked the way that that all played out. Yeah, me too. And but, but so what do you do with him? See, I like Ingo being on the, I like him being, on, I mean, I think we need leading men. I think he's, yeah. he's good. I just, I think that Cynthia and he don't have chemistry. No. Um, you know, and so their their scenes together are very boring to me. Um, so, you know, and I love, I think. That and they're the adult Cynthia version have, of uh, <laughs> Michael and Willow. Right. Right. Like, it's, just, it's just not there. And that's yeah. fair. I mean, not everyone's yeah. going to have, I mean, not everyone can be 
you know, va va voom all the time. I mean, you know, except for Mora. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe Michelle Stafford, but otherwise, yeah. you know, the, the, um, so I don't, but I like Ingo being around and I just wish they could find something that really suits him because he, he and Carly deciding to, it feel, you know what it is for me? Yeah. It feels contrived. It feels very contrived that he and Carly are going to keep the secret. Um, well, he is the one that essentially brought Nell upon the family. <laughs> I mean, a little oh, bit, right. Carly. They kind of retconned it some. Right. Of course, it was a little. But if Jack's not bought her a kidney, that might have not right. happened. <laughs> so right. it, it oh, does gosh. make sense. Like, But it is one of those things that I like Jack's for the longest time, but haven't enjoyed this. So maybe they should Me rest Jack's for a while and we'll, we'll revisit where there's a reason. Cause I do love Jocelyn and I don't want her to lose her father, but at the same time, we know that Eden will kill those scenes. All right. But so put her, put, you know, so we haven't seen Joss and, and um, Ingo in forever. And I love them as father and daughter. So why, you know, maybe it's because of COVID that certain actors play with certain actors and, if, if you're, you know what I mean? Like they yeah. must have some protocol with that. Um, and I heard that Jane Elliott yes. is coming back. So that's amazing because I love her. Um, and I just think she brings such energy to you, to the show when she's on it. And, and, oh, Ned, can we talk about how great Wally's uh, been? And, I love and, messy Ned. <laughs> oh, I yeah. love Ned and, and the whole fallout that's going to happen with him and, They've Olivia, got Robert yeah. with Olivia and, um, you know, which is, I'm like, meh, but um, I love, I just. You don't like that? I, like, I actually love them together. And I don't mind if they don't ever cheat, but I would like at least a kiss or something. Just Oh, yeah. Uh, I know I do yeah. like them together yeah. because I, I just think yeah. it's so cute because also we know that in Lisa's real life. Lisa's a big fan, yeah. Yeah, huge. Had a huge, massive crush on him. And <laughs> all these years later, like, I to play his leading lady. I just think it's adorable. But I, I do like Robert and Anna. I just think they're sweet with those scenes. Um, yeah. I think their day has come and gone. Yep. But so it's, it's the age difference with, with Lisa is a little jarring for me with um, Robert. But I do not throw stones and stuff like that. So I'll be quiet. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it seems a little too old for her, but, um, but I don't even mean like, well, that's not right. I don't mean like as a, in a moral way. I just mean like, it just, uh, I, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know, but, but, I'm, <laughs> but I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And, I just love that Lisa gets to play more and you know, it's, it's terrific yeah. when you see really talented people get story. Cause you well, know that every actor on that show, every actor on every show is just sitting there saying, God, throw me some story. Yeah. And when you get your chance to shine and you connect to a story, it can be explosive. It can be, have it can be, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, we have quarter mains on this show. We have a real life quarter main story that is like been the umbrella story, like with Valentine taking over and hooking up with Brooklyn and then the Brooklyn and Ned getting into it with one another very much like Edward and Tracy. And that's why we have Tracy coming back for the holidays. And we have a lot of Monica and we have Olivia sort of being that outsider in the family. And we're really getting it. And, and that's something we haven't seen in a while. And, and that's why it's good that, 
And this is why sometimes I don't understand the complaints. I guess we can focus on every little thing we don't like, but we're getting the general hospital we've been asking for, you know, the, the general consensus. Maurice and Laura are the leads. Yes, Sonny and Carly, but they're balancing them with a lot more and sort of putting them in the background of stories that are going on as opposed to always being front burner. Like we have the Quartermains, we have the Cassidines, we have like the Baldwin family, which is the Weber Baldwin family, the technically Hardys. I mean, we're getting storylines for all these people that people have been asking for. And that may be what's going on with the Lulu situation. It may be rested for a while to gear up to a big storyline if, say, she's in a coma or something like that. And, and, and so what do you think? Yeah. What did you see the scene the other day where? Well, and I, and to, to your point, I loved that you know Monica was talking to Ned. I loved that yeah. Ned was talking to to um, Brooklyn. He was saying how you know I was just like my grandfather. I used to say, "You swear I'd never do that." What yeah. my grandfather would do to my mother, and I love that you know. And I think the fans so appreciate that that. And when he oh, was yeah. just so emotional, and it was it felt very real, and I loved it. I I just thought it was so well done. It was really funny to me though. I mean, I think it's. I don't know why they're doing the brain tumor story. Like I, I I'm kind of surprised at that because we're another brain tumor, but, um, well, that is so actually when- realistic. And when you have a brain tumor, you, it will often grow back. That's not, a, if, I know, but can't they yeah. be happy for like three minutes? I just, yeah, I just want but them happy people don't have- really get stories. So at least they got to one up Nick and Ava and have some fun there. And uh, like, I, I don't like, sadness all the time but I at least certainly with today well at least the first half uh (laughs) they were having some moments of like you know because that was the talk about Patrick Uh, a little spoiler there is like Liz has called Patrick to consult on Franco's case because he's the top neurosurgeon in the country and and she's very hopeful And, and to me like a lot of things I think were set up with uh possible contract negotiations and to potentially give people exits if they needed to because of all the stuff going on but I feel like this is a good story for Frizz and I'm looking forward to it. And they've got a lot on their plate and this is them coming together, especially the scenes where they tell Cameron. And I was like, Oh, but that was so funny to me because he's about to walk out the door. Okay. Yeah. And like, really, they couldn't hide it. Just so they're, you know, like it was hysterical to me. Oh, that, and he's like, who died? <laughs> right. And they're like, I'm like, could you be any more obvious? Hello? Like your kid's about to go for like a study group and have fun with his friends. And, and they're like, we'll tell you another time. Go have fun. And meanwhile, Cameron's like, dude, you look like hell. What happened? And I just thought they couldn't pull that off. The two of them, the parents couldn't pull that off. I, I hear what you're saying and I agree with you. I just think like, I think he has had so many issues with the yeah. br- the transplant. And, you know, I think yeah, that, that storyline I could have done without. <laughs> right. And it's just like the, he's been he's been in peril, you know, physically in peril for so long. And, uh, you know, I, so I was surprised. But I'm I'm just grateful that Elizabeth knows and not. Yeah. And they that didn't not draw it out too long. It yeah. Oh, it was like a day and a half. I was like, wow, that was quick. (laughs) And that's one thing I like with both Nicholas and Ava and with Frizz. I I like seeing the parallel that 
now after all that and and we sort of got the results we wanted even if it didn't start out that way where it's like pushing nicholas and ava closer together and frizz comes out stronger that was fun and we're seeing both of them talk to one another and and be on the same page or even nicholas being like okay i covered because i thought it was either you or julian um and i don't want to know just like let me know what i can do to help like and, right. and that very much you know being up front with one another, we're seeing some solid relationships, which is nice considering like we don't necessarily have that with our matriarch and patriarch that is Ned and Olivia. But I like that they're kind of being messy right now. We're getting better stuff for Wally and we're getting good stuff in, in front burner stuff for Frizz. Yeah, but meanwhile, you know, you mentioned Sunny and Carly and earlier, and I have to say, I don't, I, they are just such an old couple in terms of. I mean, and and not yeah. They could break up, and I'd be fine. (laughs) They're just, you know, they're just. They haven't had anything sexy, anything romantic. It's you know, and I get it. Like there, there's all these problems and with their kids and blah blah blah. And I, they're not in their thirties or even their forties. But who cares? I mean, I love. I I really wish we would have some intimacy with them. Sexy scenes, yeah. Sexy, or even if it's not like it's you know, even if we don't have sex. Scenes, then at least some like, you know, like some romantic date something. or something like because that's yeah. you can and that's what I'm seeing a lot of that they're utilizing well is just having people have more sexy talk than you know actually yes. having sex since they can't show all of that that we're getting a right. lot better dialogue I mean that scene with Valentine in Brooklyn like at the bar you're like oh wow this is sexy and and Y&R does that really well with like Nick and Phyllis and some of the other couples and you're like all right, like, I understand what you're having to do, and it's nice to see this. It's nice that we're writing this and performing this because you can't do that. So they could easily do that with Sonny and Carly. But I do understand that they're so involved with other stuff that we don't necessarily get to see that side. Right, but then, you know, but we don't even get to see them as a couple. Like, as Yeah, a, they're rarely you know, in scenes we, together anymore. Rarely in scenes, and th- when they are in scenes, it's to talk. They're always talking about something. And it's like there's they're not husband and wife. They're not lovers. That you don't feel any of that vibe from them. And that's been a long time. Yeah, I mean, they're that's an old married COVID. couple. <laughs> yeah. And you know, um, and I think that's a mistake. Um, because, you know, that's an aspect of their characters we just haven't seen. And Laura you know, she's so beautiful and she's yeah. so fabulous. And, you know, we're, we're missing that aspect of her completely. And Maurice is Maurice. Hello. Um, you know, he, he, yeah, they're still sexy I, people. Very much so. And even if they weren't, I think one of the things that soaps is so well known for and so brilliant at is, you know, at every stage of life, you can still play something. And it doesn't have to be, you know, uh, them scantily clad. It could be something yeah. else. Um, but we're not, we're not getting that with Maurice and, and Laura. And I think th- that I lament because I, I don't know then why they, you know, like they, they don't have any draw. It's just like a foregone, con- con- yeah, foregone conclusion that they're just going to be together. And why? Well, because, they've been together for so long. I mean, I just don't feel it. Do you? 
No, I mean, like, they they don't seem like husband and wife on a soap opera. They probably no. seem like a more realistic husband and wife. Like, yes. I, I yes. will say that, that they, they're so wrapped up in everything else, they're not thinking about that. And she's spending, and, and I, but I will say that I do like the fact that we're not doing the same stories over and over, though, in the fact that Sonny's jealous because Carly's spending time with Jax or whatever. Sonny doesn't give two craps about Jax, and I like it. That it's just like, ah, he, you know, he's comfortable enough with himself and Carly's relationship. So I at least try to look at it that way, that it's like, oh, we're not having these jealousy moments. But and I think they're going to come. I think, yeah. gonna co- I think they're going to come because there's no other reason to have Jax and Carly have a secret. There's just, you know, I mean, they're setting it up with Nina. And so, I mean, there's got to be fallout when that happens, not only with Jax and Nina, but with Sonny and Carly, there's got to be fallout, right? I mean. Yeah, because, I mean, here's the thing is if she doesn't tell him, because I've been surprised, like with the initial secret with Nell, she told Sonny and Jason, like, almost right away. So, so we'll see if she does tell them. But I'm guessing that after uh, today's episode, there'll be a lot more going on rather than that. So it'll be one of those Carly forgets. And then they just, uh, they continue to just talk behind their back because there's so much going on. Okay. Well, I'm, you know, listen, I, I, I think the show is doing great and the stories are compelling. Um, You know, I, I, like I said, I mean, I've been watching and I just, can't wait for the next episode, which I haven't felt in a really long time. So it's yeah, exciting. I agree. Yeah. And that's the thing. And, and to me, uh, I guess we'll finally get into it and then we can talk a little bit more about, uh, you know, the assassination of Julian Jones here. I mean, it's not Julian Jones, uh, Julian Jerome. Um, I'm going into like a bad Western title there, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, so, so, because I didn't watch it today. So you're saying there was an explosion. Yes. And so, so um, who was in the building when it exploded? So, um, well, you know, Julian had been resistant if we're caught up till today of planting this bomb for Cyrus. Right. And he was, I saw of that. Course, always thinking that it would be just a warehouse and only he kept arguing. So at least we have this moment with Julian, but this is why I liked the conversation that he had with Cyrus. And this sort of explains why, I mean, in any character can be redeemed, but a character needs to rest. And certainly after this, it's going to take, you know, this is probably one of the worst possible outcomes. So, like, Julian has acted like he's the victim all along and is remorseful, but at the same time, he still did drop the package off at the floating rib because that's where Jason was going to be, and, and is. And, but he has the idea that this number he's going to call is Cyrus, not the detonator. So Julian essentially blew up at the end of today's episode, the floating rib, which of the people that were in there, it was, of course, Jason with Danny and Cameron and Dev were there. And then uh, Frizz, Franco and Liz, of course, came in to meet Cameron. And we had Lulu and Dustin, who Dustin proposed to Lulu. And uh, I believe that's That's all of our contract players. So Dev... Cameron, Danny, Jason, Liz, Franco, Lulu, Dustin. 
I have a prediction, certainly because they could get rid of all these people, uh, and this is not a wishful thinking, but it's DDD, Deb, Dustin, and Danny. Um, I feel like there's no way they've let Julian Jerome blow up Lulu, but she might be in a coma. But, yeah, because I, I, I know Deb has just never really – caught on with people when he came to the States, like the story in Turkey, I think people oh, generally enjoyed, but yeah, like the stuff within the oh, States. No. I know. I, I have not. You didn't like the Turkey stuff. stuff? Yeah. Oh God. The Turkey stuff made me crazy. I couldn't stand it. Now I can stand it. I, I have never liked Dev. I, I told you, like, I'm not, I'm not proud of this, but I don't love Brando either, but I can take it. I can take yeah. it. But Dev, I, I can't even, I can't even, and I don't think that I, I love Trina with Ava and I love Trina with Joss, but I don't think Trina and um, Cam had any chemistry. Yeah, I thought uh, they were cute. <laughs> oh, see, I didn't, I didn't yeah. buy them at all. Um, but I, listen, I, I think she's terrific with Ava and her, you know, yeah, and I, I like come her. out with her, yeah. with her father, Taggart's alive and that's going to yeah. be cool. But um and I liked Ava's defense of Trina. Like, that was the thing. She's like, I'm on your side, Julian. But if you hurt, do anything to hurt Trina. And, and that was why Ava was a good sister at every turn, even in her calling about of Julian. And and that's the thing yep. is I really liked Julian's scenes with Ava. And, and the Lexus scene today really made me cry. I almost thought those were real oh, tears really? from the actors. Like. Because wow. while Julian was nowhere near the explosion, we know that this is not his exit the fallout that he may have killed his grandson and uh, blew up Lulu and, and Dev and, and Dustin and Cameron and Franco and Elizabeth. I was very shocked to see who was all in there, especially considering wow. Cameron, Elizabeth and Franco all have a story already. And we, you know, same thing with Lulu and Dustin. We're having a lot of people that were involved with other stuff. That's why, I mean, removing Dustin from the table, especially with that being the end does count for more story. And, and if we don't have time to tell it and we're working on a recast or whatever they may be, again, I keep saying wishful thinking. I don't think Lulu's dead, but that I've been surprised no, before. It, I, yeah. No, Lulu's not dead. Yeah. She's not. I mean, oh, yeah. and, and if they, and if they kill her, I'll be so pissed because we've talked about this. They, they notoriously kill major characters like family characters oh, yeah. and like they do with the quarter mains. And it was such a huge mistake. And yeah, to kill I, off Emily so and Georgie in the same storyline, like was Hideous. insane because they were also a very similar character. And that was not an insult. They were characters I liked because they were the Loved. good girl and they I were like a good, them. good girl. They weren't boring. Yeah. No, Georgie, yeah. Georgie, especially. Yeah. I mean, I just yeah. adored her. She was a great character. Um, you know, I, I can't stand that they they kill the characters. So, like, I'll, I'll be I don't think it. they will make that mistake, especially here. It wouldn't surprise me, though, if they don't say Lulu is dead to protect her like they did with Taggart because of the stuff with Cyrus and how it involves Laura and this story with her and Scotty from 40 years ago. So that is right. kind of what I expect, that they are sort of pushing Lulu off canvas for her own safety because this seems to be set up to be written that way. But it wouldn't surprise me if we don't lose Deb and Dustin because, sadly, I mean, I, I like Mark Lawson, but expendable. I mean, where do we go from here if Lulu is 
presumed dead, quote unquote, or faking a death, or especially. But so with- I, but but that's why, like, I it, it that's annoying to me too because I loved the idea of of the three of them in a love triangle. You know, I'd yeah. rather say see Dante involved with that than like him. You know, being this weird uh, robot assassin, for, yeah, for Ulbricht. Like, uh, yeah, I like that uh, she's involved and wants to get back at yes, Peter. Love but it. We've done. Love two, it. It should have been resolved somewhat. Like, but that's just me. I'm wait. like, yeah. No, I'm I'm with you on that one, and I I do love that Ulbricht is involved, and I, you know, I think it'll be great when she and Britt get to do scenes, and I think she brings a lot to the canvas. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and also Jordan and, um, what's her husband's name? Oh, Curtis. Yeah. I love Curtis. Curtis. Yeah. See, I don't love Curtis. I feel like Curtis is the worst private detective ever. Like, <laughs> and what was the deal with him finding, like, just as an, I mean, it made me laugh yeah. so hard because remember when he put in the, um, security system the brand new security system at Aurora (laughs) and then like cut to like you know the memory thing is stolen it was just I'm not a fan of Curtis I mean I the actor is lovely but I'm just not a fan of the character but what was the deal when he's in that old place where they find they see Laura yeah and he picks up the paper in the the wall and then he puts it into the fireplace and makes it all ashy well I didn't understand that did I miss something well, he picked it up, and it looked like someone had burned this n- note. That and, and I like that they left the note open to interpretation. It wasn't necessarily romantic. And, and, but that's why I kind of wonder who, it, or it, who, he, who was in the house. But it seems like Laura knew a lot more. But that was the thing, is yeah. that Curtis, Curtis really shows his bad skills as a PI. And it was like, okay, Laura's clearly hiding something, guys. And you're her friend. You should know that. But I do get it's storyline dictated. <laughs> right. But I just think Jordan and, and I think the two of them are, I don't know. I, 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 Curtis has way more chemistry with Portia. And I do feel like there's obviously more to that. And with Taggart Alive and Trina, that I think we will get more of a triangle with uh, Good. Jordan Good. and uh, Portia. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't think his storyline with the PI thing and I don't know, I'm just, you know, and I'm just, he's so sweet I want something juicier. Yeah. Yeah. I like that we have a real juicier. family to them and that this is like an extended family with potentially Trina we're anchoring these people to the campus because having Taggart be a part of that family is someone that was on GH, but we've had Jordan and Curtis around for a while. And we, I mean, Jordan, I I like that we're getting her uh, come up. It's a little bit with Laura, you know, getting into it with her because Jordan is a character that we've all struggled to like since the recast. And it's not Rihanna's fault. She's doing great. It's the story is bad. And and Jordan's not necessarily likable. And, and I think that, I don't mind someone who's not necessarily likable as long as other people call that out. And we've had Portia and Laura get to do that. And Trina. And she's like, oh, like vote for things like com- police commissioner? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, I think the actress is a, she's darling. And yeah. I just think she's beautiful and talented. And she's got a great voice. And, you know. Uh, she should have I, been I Maya Ward instead, though. <laughs> I, will I know say, I you said that. Maya, yeah. I agree. I I totally agree. Um, but no, I think you're right with this with the family and everything. I love that Taggart's back. I I love that they didn't kill him because I I'm yeah. I think he's 
you know, I think he's just awesome. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy right now. I'm happy. Um, but yeah. I don't care about the fallout with Peter finding out that Anne is not his mother. Like, see, that doesn't intrigue me at all. I'm and just, and maybe has survived this long. And, and that's not, I mean, I know that sounds bad, but it's one of those things that Maxie doesn't really need a third kid. I mean, with Elizabeth's three kids, those were spread out apart. Same thing with Carly and things like that. Their kids were spread out. And with Liz, it was specific to Becky Hurst's pregnancy. So there was a reason. But with um, the way that Peter and Maxie's has, like, it's not really gonna make a lot of sense to have that other than if we want to somehow redeem Peter through the kid but being as he's already playing a father to James and Georgie in a way I don't think we needed him to have a biological kid at this point and that seemed kind of lame um but it's one of those things that either we we let Peter know what's in on it because to me we can't make Peter the victim. It's the reason that the Sam character and the Julian character don't work for some people is making someone a victim to redeem them can work if done really well, but it's a lot harder. You can have them save someone and do the work. Like, like say Franco is a good example. And I was going to no, say what, it, like Franco, like Franco. Yeah, and same thing with Valentine. They did a good job of redeeming both of these characters because they face consequences for their actions. I love, and they've I love done the work. Go, yeah. Wait, I love how you can't go more than six <laughs> minutes without bringing up Valentine. <laughs> Said it in a while, but yeah, maybe. I, as I say, I love my Cassadines. I like the I bad I know one, you do. But <laughs> I know you do. I know. I know. And listen, you know, watching... Um, you know, watching Valentine. I mean, I, I, I'm a big fan of the character. I, I think he's terrific. And I think that he, he brings a lot of energy. I mean, it's, it's interesting because there are actors that are just very capable and then there are actors who bring something, a spark and um, some magic to their performance. And I think he's one of them. And it, it, you know, I, I think very few people can do, are, are capable of that. And I, it's, it's really, um, for an audience, it's thrilling when we see that. And we that know it right could, away. Like, you yeah. know it. And that character could have easily been written off uh, in the beginning. Like, have that big, yes. you know, killing of Nicholas. And then that be it. You could have him come back yep. with the chimera and things. But James Patrick Stewart has a way of adding layers, just like Maura did with Ava and with Roger and making Franco Scotty's son in building this character and these layers. And, and that's the thing, is some people can do that. And, and that's not to say that actors uh, aren't capable of other things, but it's one of those that that's a very fine line to ride, and, and it does take good story, too. It's not just about the actor. And that's sadly sort of what's happened with Julian, is that, that they've just never give, given Julian a great redemption arc. They've always sort of shot him in the foot. And... But uh, well, and he had these stories that went like he had the romance with Kim that went nowhere, and yeah. it was like they didn't know whether they were going to put him back with Alexis eventually. Um, you know, it was like there was there was never a place for him. And Charlie's, I, I thought, was great. I mean, I just thought that was that was a place for him. And I, I yeah, but in terms of the relationships, and also what he did with Brad, and yeah, you know, poor there's Brad. No, I mean that's that's tough. I mean, yeah. You know, when, with what he did with the car, when when he yeah, he maimed his son. I mean, I mean, he may have now killed his grandson. 
Yeah, I mean, I just, I thought, I don't know that they ever knew who Julian was, like really, really understood the character. Um, and I think it's a credit to the actor that, you know, there's so much. Yeah, people are upset now that, that he's, he's gone. Not. Yeah. Yep. And even though General Hospital will be fine without Julian Jerome, there are plenty of people who are pretty upset. And, and that may have been their favorite character. And, and I do understand why. Like, I'm not upset with the show. I mean, we can't keep everybody. I get it. But that is the thing that, that says something, is an actor has brought something to a role that honestly isn't written well. I mean, I felt that way about Nina with uh, when Michelle Safford was uh, in the role. And that's no disrespect to uh, Cynthia Watros, and I really hope we get better story because she's that good of an actress. But we're at a point where this may be Nina's exit story, too. It's not just Julian that will be leaving. And I feel like we're thinning the canvas a little bit so we can get back to focusing on. And and, and it's nice that we've set it up for Amanda c- to come back with Brooklyn and potentially be pregnant with I know I like this, that there is the, you know, it's not 100%, but we know that that's a possibility and it, it doesn't feel like a, who's the daddy and we're going to fight at first, at least because Brooklyn has a friendship with Valentine, and it was seen as like, Hey, we were there for one another. We're fine. Sort of like Ned and Alexis. And I liked that parallel. Yeah. I didn't, you know, speaking of Ned and Alexis, the only thing that's lacking to me, for me in that story of Ned and Alexis, and I, I love the storytelling in general, I don't find, I think the stakes would be higher if Ned and Alexis had chemistry. Yeah, like if you really felt the charge of them being ex-lovers and ex, and you know, and exes of each other, I don't feel that charge with the two, with the two actors. Um, like with her and with, Julian as opposed to that. No, exactly. Say, yeah. Exactly. So I think that that would be, for me, that would be an added bonus if they did have the chemistry of playing that the fallout of his one night stand. Yeah, because um, we do have bad boy Ned, and that fits. I understood when when we weren't letting Ned get to be a bad boy in a way, and how like that doesn't really work with Alexis's, you know, because uh, Jerry, Rick, we could name all most of Alexis's men outside of Ned have been. Very bad boys. So it, it surprises me, too, that we're not getting more scenes of that. And, and it's nice to see Wally get to stretch this, because even over on Days a little bit, where he doesn't, he doesn't have to just be good old button-up uh, Ned or Justin these days, and, and he's getting meatier story. But after today's intervention, I know some people were a little disappointed, I'll spoil this again, that Ned was not there, but... Ned is slept with Alexis when she was drunk. So I understood why they, they didn't do that. And they explained why Christina wasn't there, but yeah, uh, it was a fun turn of events to have Diane bring Valentine and it made sense, but yeah. Why isn't Christi- like, so what are they doing with Christina? Are they good? I mean, what are they doing with the, the daughters? I mean, are, yeah, we had Molly and Sam do the intervention and, and sort of get Alexis there and Diane and, and Valentine. So that was what was interesting is that made sense with what we're doing. And, and again, I think with Christina, uh, when characters are on, you know, recurring and, and there are budgets to be made, somebody can't, they can't afford somebody, especially with the, they did it with the bombing episode and a lot of other stuff going on. So that that's what made sense to me. And then saying, like, Christina and Mom have always had a volatile relationship. 
and we wouldn't want to add to that. So I'm like, okay, we at least have a line to acknowledge Christina. But Thank you, I mean, that, that's, yeah. that's important. I hate when they don't even have a line to explain somebody. Yeah, because be it really we comes down to money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, these are crazy times, and I yeah. think the fact that the, the storytelling is there and the actors are there to tell the stories, I mean, I think that's just fantastic. So well done, General Hospital. I mean, just all around well done yeah and and that's really all i can say too is like even from the special episode was just spot on and 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 really nice to see i love when they do that this is why i'm really looking forward to these holiday episodes because i know last year's christmas episode uh or was it the year before it was with uh when michael easton played uh ebenezer scrooge and then yes. that that was fun. And and I hope we get something like that again that's sort of like a departure, especially if our sweep storyline is an explosion and that potentially kills off some cast members and possibly, you know, young ones. And um right. but yeah, so so what do you what do you think we're heading into? You know, I'm just I just want to I'm just glad there's there's stuff that we're headed into. I'm yeah. just glad that there's just something out there for us because I mean, things are so bad in the country right now and in the world. Oh yeah. And I think that the fact that people have, you know, our families, our GH family and our, our friend, GH friends to, to tune into. I just, I'm just delighted that we have that. And, you know, I think they're, I'm just here for it. That's all. I'm just here for it. And, um, you know, and next time we talk, I'm sure I'll have a few things to say. Um, I, although I hope I'm still pleased with everything, you know, with how things are going. But um, I don't know. I'm just excited. I'm excited to see what's next. Yeah. And, and that's where I'll say that that I, I do think my predictions, you know, the Triple D's, Dev, uh, Dustin, and Danny might all bite the dust. I would hope not Danny, but uh, the the other two, I, I do understand there's there's not much to go from, especially if we have a sideline Lulu. But uh, one thing that I, I forgot to mention, but uh, and it's been six minutes, so I have to say it. Do you think that they might switch it and make uh, Valentine Peter's father? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> bring that. You know, joke. it's funny. I was thinking that um, at, at one point, but I, I just think like, I don't really want any more investment in that story. And, you know, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know how you can really like, are we rewriting it again? So the mother's not really the mother and the father. Now the father isn't even the father. I mean, it's just so, it's just so weird. And, and wait, so Brit and, and Valentine, have we seen scenes with them? Cause they're, no, I, but I would like to, because I, I love Brit and that would be an interesting dynamic because it, Valentine and Ulbricht actually are friendly. He liked her. They right. sort of came to an understanding and cared about right. Nina. And, and I could see them being friends or even potential lovers because it's not like they're related, which is hard sometimes right. on the show. But that's why, I, I, and I know this sounds mean, but it's funny. I just don't believe Faison had three very attractive kids, Britt, Nathan, and Peter. One of them's got to not be his, right? And, and 
Uh, we all hoped it was Nathan because I feel like that works for Brit and who she is as a character to be Ulbricht and Faison's kid. She, you know, but with uh, Peter, they've had so many like scenes with him and Valentine, and if they are wanting to keep him in Anna's life, much to the ire of a lot of fans, that's a way to do it. Is sort of put Valentine and Anna, you know, hopefully get that romance off the ground that we've all wanted for a while and. Well, that should have been the back. But that should have been the backstory. See, I think that yeah. would have been so much more interesting. Um, but again, it's crazy when you have a woman who doesn't remember having a child. I mean, that's just insane. Yeah, and even with the that, dumb memory plant and everything, uh, that uh, that the memory stuff we could have all done without. I know Roger looked oh like he God. was having fun, is true, and, and that part I liked. And we got some good Scotty scenes. I try to put out the nice parts, but yeah, the whole memory stuff is just dumb. But uh, I mean, if we're going to. I at least understand why Anna feels the way she does because that's somewhat written in in a character as well as Mother's Guilt and all that. But with Peter, they're really going to have to work on that character if they want to keep him around. And I do feel like they like yeah, see, I just don't think it's a... Yeah. Well, I think they like... what, But don't forget, I mean, they love Laura. And yeah. I think that that's a huge part of it. I mean, I think you don't... You know, I think that's a huge part of it because I think the character, yeah. you know, is uh, the thing is, Lex is adorable and he's so likable. And I watched him <laughs> on Guiding Light. I mean, he's a he's darling, but yeah, at the same time, sweet. I just don't think the the character has never worked. And especially when he's menacing, I just don't think he pulls it off. Um, and I just don't, you know, they've bounced him all around. And has he seen Brit? Because they're related. I mean, they're yeah. They're they siblings. haven't had those scenes yet, and, and that she's okay. mentioned it, and at least they sort of acknowledge it. Because I know, or they did have, yeah, they did have those scenes with them where she cried about them in the baby. So there was that with her as chief of staff. So I almost forgot about that because it was a funny scene because she's funny. And, and if we do have more scenes with him and Brit, even if they are brother and sister. We, we could maybe bring out that side of Wes, because I had joked with someone before that why don't they, if they want us to like Peter, let's just get him with his shirt off, and this week we got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he and Maxie, like, again, it's like Nina and Jack. I don't yeah, think they, they don't have chemistry. Yeah. If, if I think they were like a hot couple and we just dug them together and it was, like, exciting to watch them, I think that would have been very, very different. But he and Maxie never had chemistry, and they 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 went with that and they stayed with it even yeah. when I think they should have abandoned it a long time ago. Um, but I do getting back to Valentine and, and Anna, I, their backstory is that they, he was always in love with, love her. with her. Yeah. They, but they never had an affair. Right. Yeah. Like he, remember Alex. Loved him. Yeah. It was actually Alex used him. I, I think it was weird. Cause back when he was, you know, before he was hot, he was a hunchback. She took his virginity and betrayed him so hard, and he thought it was Anna. So that's why he took Peter and gave him to Faison. But oh, I just I think about okay. what a good story that would be if it turned out that it was actually his kid with Alex, since they did say that they, they'd had sex. It's like, and it was very plausible since that was the reason. Oh, I think that, she, yeah, that's, yeah, that's got to be the story. That's, yeah. that's the story. That's, and, and that's, that's, a, that's juicy. Yeah. And see, to me, that's a way that we could at least get something with Peter that, that may be go a good story. I'm like, okay, if we switch right. that, we have the guilt. We have, because Valentine has always sort of tried to do right by Peter since he, he screwed up his life by giving him. And that, would, and that yeah. would be brilliant because yeah. you gave away your own son to this yeah. monster. 
I mean, and and it grounds Peter rather than him having two parents who are not or on evil, the, yeah, and evil. You, if Valentine's his father, that I, I mean, that would be great. I think that would be great. Wouldn't work age wise, but that would be great. <laughs> yeah, I was like, they certainly, but you know, most of the ages on the parents around here don't work. I mean, at least with Olivia and Dante, and with uh, Julian and Sam, that. They are the story is they were teenagers when they had them, so I'm willing to sort of forgive that. But some oh, of the sure. where I'm like, I remember when the kid was born, and now they're older than me. <laughs> right, right. I know, I know, I know. Well, listen, that's so proper. What can you do? Well, I, I, I am just thrilled and delighted that we have some, uh, that I we're on the same page this week. Yeah. Last time we weren't. And this time we are. We're in agreement about how great it is. See, and that's the thing, people. As adults, you can change your mind. You can uh, work with the new information. And, you know, sometimes things do get better. And we can be happy about them. <laughs> Apply this in <laughs> yeah, all no, areas I'm, of your life. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really happy about it because I just, you know, I want our shows. And it's very heartbreaking still that we've lost all our other shows and that there are no shows in New York. And, yeah. Um, you know, it's it's really heartbreaking. So I want our shows to last and last and last. Yeah, and hopefully they will because, again, there are so many different ways that people can watch, and most of them are really hitting it out of the park. I know with GH and Days, I look forward to watching it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And in, in fact, even with the spoiler, I'm totally looking yeah. forward to watching it today. So I thank you for letting me, um, you know, you're just like, a, a, you're like, my touch, my soap touchstone at this point. I, I love having somebody in my life who I can talk about my soaps with. Well, thank you. And the feeling is mutual. And I know I love that we just text one another about it because sometimes I'm, I, there, there's no one to talk about it. And I know most people tweet, but I've learned, you know, tweets come with baggage. Uh, text, not so much. <laughs> no, no, totally private. Well, thank you for having me on again. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you. So where can they keep up the conversation with you, Susan, if they want to talk soaps or just find out what all the great stuff you're doing here? Uh, Susan Eisenberg one on Twitter and Instagram. And please, if you're a soap fan and you want to chat with me, I would love it, love it, love it. So absolutely be in touch with me. All right, guys. And since I'm Lucretia Lyon, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the Internet since there is only one. Thank you for listening to Believe in Soap Operas. If you're not subscribed to the show, be sure to hit that button so you get new episodes each week in the feed of your favorite podcasting app. Like us? Rate us. Have something to say? Leave us a review. There is so much to come for Believe in Soap Operas, like a special interview with Carrie Ginzel, former Sky Chandler, before she was Quartermain on All My Children, and a salute to Supernatural, because after all, it's a soap. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.